0: Those lights in the back remind me of what's the thing we'd play as kids? You put your lights in.
1: Light bright. Yeah, light
0: bright. <laughs> I used to love that. I have vivid memories. Vivid being <laughs>
2: <laughs> light Bright's vivid.
0: <laughs> um, playing with light bright. I don't know why. In our pantry, It's pantry at the end of. Our, I know, but it had this plug-in because of blenders and the microwave and all that. And I think it was like a place I could go and like play on my own.
1: Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. Ah, I love Lightbright. Light you know Light There are generations, you know, mm-hmm. when toys are released, let's say. Yes. And
0: Bright I think Bright had our number.
1: Well, I think I was the first generation when Lightbright was invented.
0: I think it was the 70s would be my guess. I'm sorry, it was That's okay. Um, but yeah, I think Lightbright was invented in the seventies or brought out. Mm. I'm gonna look it up.
1: I remember my sister getting a lightbright, and I was very young. Maybe like five or something, or four. Oh,
0: you can still buy it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I mean, dull is dog shit, right? It's not exactly an exciting toy, like an Etch a Sketch. Yeah, <gasps> boring. I know, but, but I have you know, friends very that were cooler. really good at it. Yes, but I uh, mean, there was that's that. what it
0: looked like.
1: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> And Speak and Spell, that came out when I was a kid. That was like the first gen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's a long time ago. There were like those pocket video games, like the pocket football.
0: Uh uh-huh. Light Bright is a toy that was originally marketed in- Canada? Drum roll please, no, the year.
1: Oh, 1981.
0: 1967.
1: Holy shit, we, I guess I'm not generation one.
0: We were, we were way off. Wow. It consists of a light box with small colored plastic pegs that fit into a panel and illuminate it to create a lit picture. By Either using one of the included templates, which is what I use the paper,
1: yo, this picture is lit,
0: but then the paper would like get really worn down, or creating a freeform image
1: wow. on a
0: blank sheet of black paper. Wow, light bright, making things with light. What a sight! Make things with light bright. That's <laughs> their slogan.
1: We are the <laughs> shittiest sponsors on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> light bright, make your bright lights, making
0: things with light. What a sight Yeah, <laughs> make things with Lightbright. I love you know, Light bright though.
1: Very cool, um, old-school technology. I it really was, thought it was special. I thought we were the first generation, but I guess there was a lot of kids raised on that.
0: It's so interesting to learn. I don't know if anybody else geeks out about random things like this, but games, the creation is usually some random dude or lady, and they created it, and then it gets bought by one of the big
1: conglomerates. Usually it's an old man. Um, with a monocle who invents it.
0: This guy could be, actually it was, the Lightbright was invented by Bert Meyer, Dahlia Verbicus, I think she might be Greek, and Joseph M. Burke at Chicago Toy and Game Design Company. Ah. Martin Glass and Associates. So that's the company. And they licensed the invention to Hasbro. Ah. Hasbro. Meyer led the project. Verbicus positioned the idea of using a translucent material to direct colored light, and Burke designed the toy itself. Lightbright was named as one of the top one hundred toys of all time by Time Magazine, and was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame in twenty twenty two. Just recently, super cool. This is a Hall
1: of Fame for toys? Apparently. Oh, I wonder why they don't televise that one. <laughs> televise every other award. Well, there's yeah. even
0: been some some kerfuffles, some issues with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in. Um, Cleveland, Ohio. No, but don't they, haven't they inducted people that people don't agree with?
1: Like, Oh yeah, it's very controversial. They're like, well,
0: that's not rock and roll. Yeah,
1: it's like pay to play, I think, too. You have to buy a table. That's like the New York Times
0: bestseller list. It's pay to play. It's such a bummer, dude. Yeah. Once you know the behind the scenes, then you're like, I want to put the... I want to not know the behind this. He put the curtain back. Right. Close that curtain.
1: You, you reach a certain age and the magic is gone.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know. Womp, womp. What's kind of funny, though, is our dog, mm-hmm. she, every once in a while, unlocks something new in life. Yes. And yesterday, it was orange slices.
0: She hadn't had it before. No,
1: never had an orange. And so she took it. She had the smallest of slices. Yeah. She took it and she was like, I don't know if I like it or not.
0: Well, it's funny because with anything new... I do love this about her. She's very gentle. She doesn't, like, bite at you and swallow it whole. That's what corny dog, our dog growing up, would do, just swallow it whole. And you'd be like, did you even taste it? Did you like it? He doesn't know, but he's back for more. But she takes it gently, and then she's like, she doesn't really know how to chew it.
1: Well, she has that little book that she writes in My Tasting Notes. (laughs)
0: This
1: (laughs) twig was stick-like.
0: Very pokey, crunch.
1: Soft bark.
0: Ten out of Mm. ten. Slides down your gullet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but with the, not
1: cheese, cheese with
0: this thin little sliver of orange, she like took it from me very gently in her front little baby teeth thing, and then she left from the tile into the carpeted area of the house. Of course, obviously, take it on the go. Why not put a juicy item down on a carpet, and then proceeded to like spit it out, sniff it, lick it, and then eat it. She wanted to investigate. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you said this recently, and I thought it, it's really it's worth sharing with the audience. Is that even though Roxy is a dog, she's still a girl dog. Like there's funny things she does. Like she's very prissy about her feet getting wet. She really doesn't like them to get wet. <laughs> and that could just be her preference. But there's just she's funny about things. I've noticed. And and Sean said that that he's like She prances when she she's prances.
1: excited. And I'm sure there are boy dogs that do it too, but she really has a a certain flair about her. A
0: very a very girly flair. Yeah. Even though at the same time I was woken up in the middle of the night last night by her farting. (laughs) Girls fart too, hate to tell you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of dogs, yes. So Roxy was going bonkers outside Mm -hmm. earlier, and I went outside. I was like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. There is a man holding his dog, a little dog, up over the fence so he could watch our dog. You're clearly agitating our dog. What are you doing? And I looked at him. I was like, Roxy, come here. And You're I put like, my hands up, like, what are you doing, buddy? And he kind of just scurried away. But I was like, my yard my yard isn't a, a petting zoo or whatever. You you know. like,
0: and we, the fence Sean's talking about isn't, like, you can't see through it. He was, like, purposefully, because he probably heard her barking or right. heard her. And then why would you hold your dog up like Lion King? Oh, what if
1: she was trying to get rid of it? <gasps> I caught him, you know, trying to.
0: I don't think Roxy would kill
1: she would, no, she would
0: wrestle it. No, no,
1: she'd probably lick it to death. You know, if anything, she
0: wants to wrestle and chase. Yeah, but if it was fast, then she'd be like in hog heaven. Who does that though? I don't know. It's very I,
1: weird. You know, if I'm walking our dog along someone else's fence and the, their dog starts yeah, barking, move, I, I, away I move quick, along because I fast. don't want to agitate.
0: Yeah, even our neighbor, our neighbor Jacob. Yeah, he has two dogs out all the time, and I would move her quickly past there because I'm like, oh, I don't want to like cause them. Because then he'll come out. Oh, and it was him.
1: Jacob dangling his dog over. <laughs> an
0: Can you imagine? His dogs are like 100 pounds.
1: <laughs> no. I just had
0: back surgery. I'm going to put this
1: dog. But some people are so oblivious. I was like, you're you're a grown adult. You're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to say that. I didn't. I just looked at it. Well, him.
0: we're at our home. We don't really want them to know where we are. Um, when you call people names.
1: Yeah. You got to call people names. Well, I didn't like even know what to say when, you- <laughs> when you're out to dinner or something.
0: When you're out of your space. When you came in and told me about that, I didn't. I was like, I don't. What? I don't even know what to Uh, say to that.
1: I need a motion activated sprinkler system filled with urine that like sprays people who mess around our yard. Well,
0: there's motion active. So this is the country in me. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. There is motion activated sprinkler systems with water that you hook your hose up to get deer. And my papa, funny story, love my papa, miss him dearly. He (laughs) every so often would come back in the house and he would be like drenched. (laughs) And he would be cursing and he would say, that fucking sprinkler, I keep forgetting to turn it off. Because he goes out to tend the garden, which he has that sprinkler set up because the deer will eat everything, mind you. You planted new shrubs? No, you didn't. Bye. Deer ate them. You want to grow green beans? No, you don't. They ate everything. And the string that you had them going up. Everything. You want your cabbage? I don't think so. So Papa set up that sprinkler thing (laughs) and it... It would douse water like to scare them, make them run away, which it was very effective. But it also scared Papa away. Mm. You forget to turn it off. Dang it. Get doused. And then right. he'd come in he's like, ah, oh, that fucking thing. <laughs> I love it and hate it at the same time.
1: So your brother texted earlier uh, yes. and said, hey, so your brother lives up by the Canadian border. He does. And he goes there quite frequently.
0: It's easy. Not feeding. just the
1: border, but over the border. Over. Into British Columbia.
0: Past. Into B.C.
1: So his knowledge of Canada is pretty good, except... There are certain areas that he's still filling in. And he texted and said, hey, I just heard on the radio, because he listens to a Canadian Canadian. station.
0: And immediately when he said on the radio, I'm like, I'm on the Canadian radio. (laughs) Isn't that a song?
1: Oh, yeah. Who is that? I
0: don't know. I'm on the Canadian
1: radio. Okay,
0: continue telling the story.
1: Um, Yeah. So he says, hey, I just heard this rumor on Canadian radio that Quebecers eat horse meat. And I, I said, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I, I, I know that's probably offensive to some people, and I personally don't partake in in horse meat, although I have tried it before. But French people, there's a lot of cultures around the world that eat, you know, pretty much any animal, right? And horse meat is supposedly, you know, one of the the nice delicacies. Um, but I think he was appalled, and he just texted. He just back. texted. I know I didn't open it. Open I it.
0: tried to look up the Canadian radio, and I don't know because then it's, yeah. like, it's like...
1: shocked, gasp. <laughs> But, you know, I wasn't going to lie to him, you know, like. uh, I
0: thought you did. I thought the Canadians did. Not that you
1: did, but. I'm going to ask him if he plays darts because dartboards are made of horse hair. And maybe if he's eaten Elmer's glue as a kid, you know, they make. (laughs) Uh, they turn horses into I mean, glue. we ate
0: kangaroo in Australia. I we don't did. feel bad about
1: it. I don't feel bad at all.
0: Also, people in Australia are like, please, they're everywhere and they're dangerous.
1: Right. It's kind of like the equivalent of a deer in Australia. It is like a
0: deer. It, we have so many deer where my... So we... Uh, my mom bought a home near us, like 20 minutes from
1: us. Oh, wait, I can hear the subscribers leaving now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and in her area, there's so many deer. Yeah. Like every time we go to the house or we went to see them when they were visiting... It's like you have to drive real slow. It reminds me of growing up where you, those things will dart out and fuck your car up. You got to be careful.
1: Yeah. They run up, they spray paint it and they run away. Little fuckers. <laughs>
0: those, those teenagers. Yeah. Those deer. But it's all, it's all like babies and mamas. They're actually kind of cute and they're like laying everywhere. Super cute. They're little white tails.
1: Yeah. They swishy, but swish, swishy. Swish, I think swishy. I'd rather eat a, a wild animal mm-hmm. than um, a, far, a farm raised one. Agreed. That's one thing about Texas that I find is really refreshing mm-hmm. is when you go past a farm, ah, it doesn't refreshing. smell like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know horse poo or not horse poo uh all that cow horse talk sorry yeah
0: <laughs> you're like dwight in the office he's like sorry i got penis on the brain <laughs> phallus i'm sorry i mean phyllis
1: <laughs> but you know like mm-hmm. the, the the cows are spread out on the farms here they just range yeah. or free roam or whatever it's, you call it well
0: they're just like actual like the way it should be Versus in California when they're like The way God intended. Yeah, they're they're packed in. The cows here kind of remind me of the cows back in Washington where I grew up. And we drive by and people have them. They're just like out and about.
1: But in California, the cows that I would see Mm anyways in places like Norco.
0: Yeah, it's nasty, man. There's like
1: hundreds of thousands of cows. That's why I can't
0: buy stuff. Like
1: standing side by side.
0: I know, it's not right. Mm -hmm. But I bet
1: you they play the telephone game pretty good. They do. Hey. Moo. Ooh, did you hear Moo. The, the joke about <laughs> ooh, but
0: so that whole com- like that whole commercial thing like happy cows come from california is fucking bullshit
1: no they come from wisconsin
0: that's not what the commercial says happy cows come from california
1: hmm. you don't believe me it's like the manhattan of cows you know yeah maybe they think it's civilized
0: yep happy cows come from california
2: well
0: boom wow it's the dairy something Marketing. real california cheese oh don't buy it you guys it's not good
1: speaking of slogans in california as ex-californians mm-hmm. i saw something in the news which i thought was rather interesting mm-hmm. san francisco which is bedlam and uh crime ridden and what's bedlam mean i,
0: I mean when you know. said that, i was like is that a city
1: <laughs> yeah it's a, a biblical city like okay. sodom and gomorrah sort mm-hmm. of deal but okay. uh, no san francisco is in real trouble right um, the crime rate and
0: people pulling out of like uh, Walgreens and CVS closing down because they can't afford to keep their be, because they have there's so much rampant like smash and grab and just the thievery. Yeah. Um, the cost that it would that a company has to put out to have security overrides their ability to make and money at that
1: loss. Point. Just the cost of the goods yeah, that are being goods. taken. Right. So anyways, uh, yeah. it's in complete disarray and i didn't realize how bad it was until i started hearing from people who had been visiting yeah um, we have a couple
0: of friends that have gone and said it's real bad i mean yeah. friends that live there they're like it's like bad.
1: They, they lock the hotel doors yeah then you have to go
0: oh a- yeah jared was talking about that he was really surprised
1: yeah um and just like there's trash everywhere it's it's really gone to hell and had a basket right
0: i do love san francisco i do it's too it's a
1: it's one of the great cities but it's being run by ninnies anyways um mm-hmm. so they just unveiled a campaign a marketing campaign for tourism for san francisco
0: Um,
1: six million dollars is the the cost for this campaign it's like come to san francisco one of the great cities or whatever okay that day two hotels two major hotels shuttered their doors they (sighs) said we're done so maybe instead of spending the six million dollars on
0: fix it first
1: maybe spend that on on you know uh crime prevention or i don't know yeah
0: well there's a couple things i mean not that i know because i don't live in san francisco feel free to weigh in if you do live in san francisco but i think there is something to like i was hearing this on the news the other day also about like uh new york putting out these vending machines with narcan oh yeah and i get it like nobody wants somebody to overdose sean and i uh texas sends it out to you if you at request it and sean and i have have it on hand in case we see somebody out like if we're out and about and somebody's like writhing
1: it sounds so stupid to say like oh i i I got narcan you know me if if anything's free i'm like oh i'll take some you know always but but i saw it and i was like god if if we were out at the lake let's say Mm -hmm. paddling around and because there's always kids and people you know Mm -hmm. and you saw someone crashed out on the ground yeah like first of all if it's some sort of overdose like to Can have you that in your, trouble
0: for probably, you, yeah, probably. I just but, thought about
1: that, but I don't care. I, anyway, I we rather. thought
0: about it like you could save a life. So, anyway, not the point I was getting to at Sorry. all. No, it's not your fault. I took us there, but um, I think that there's a problem in general in our cities in the world where people aren't actually treating the real problem. Nobody wants to admit that a lot of the issues happening right now are due to mental illness and addiction and to treat it. Like in L.A., nothing would piss me off more than they would like want to raise taxes to build more housing. And I'm like, are like whether you talk about a domestic violence safe house, whether you talk about homeless shelters, whether you talk about any shelter that we have in L.A. County had never been full. So That why, was
1: mind blowing when I found that out.
0: So, why are you building more housing and why aren't we building detox facilities and treatment facilities and putting money toward that versus telling me in a bill that you need a million dollars per condo to put the unhoused in there when they might not want to be housed because they can't do drugs and live there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's a disconnect. And I feel like, especially, I saw it in Los Angeles and I think that's what San Francisco's seeing also.
1: Certainly, there is a housing crunch in out New there. York. Um, in general, for people who aren't addicted or don't have mental illness that's so severe, yes, you know there is, there is a housing issue, but I think they're conflating the two.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's just it's it's tangled, and so I feel like that's an issue that needs to be addressed specifically. Maybe the housing costs and like low income housing needs to be reassessed and yep. reevaluated and reallocated. But because, that
1: aside, right? Like mm-hmm. the the mental illness and the yeah,
0: and the, then the crime. They're not there's. I forget what it was in LA County, but they'd passed a law where it's like theft under a thousand. They weren't going to even look for you, try to get you anything. And I think it's even more than that. It wasn't just a thousand. It was like 5,000 or 10,000, something like that. So people can walk in and grab everything. And even if they catch them, they're like, Oh, you take the goods and then they let them go. So what's the, what's the risk for someone, especially if you're of a lower income and you're trying to make money. Like sometimes I buy a lot of stuff on eBay and I'm like, I hope this wasn't stolen. Right. But anyway,
1: uh, Along those lines, Mm -hmm. Lululemon, which is a Canadian brand.
0: Mm -hmm. Out of BC.
1: Yeah. um, They recently fired two employees who chased after thieves. So the thieves came into the store. Why would they fire them them. for chasing them? They have protocols in place that basically say, hey, just let it go.
0: Well, they don't want them getting injured. But I
1: guess the people were pissed off. Yeah. You know, and uh, anyways, they chased the the crooks out into the street. And then um, they were (laughs) fired because Mm -hmm. of that. But... The corporation shouldn't have a policy, I think, of... of um,
0: Well, they shouldn't fire them. It's more for your safety. Yeah. Because I know when I worked, it. Um, I never worked at like a retail store, but I worked at, you know, like different coffee shops and restaurants, and especially Jack and Jill's in Santa Monica, which doesn't exist there anymore, the rule was that if someone comes in and asks for money, we're supposed to give it to them, and you put your hands up. Really? And you don't fight back at all. Oh, you know this. But they're out
1: of business now, so.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, luckily we're never robbed or anything, but they don't want their employees feeling like they have to be yeah defending themselves or be vigilantes or any of those types of things. Like It's you, a good you policy just, if someone. But I don't think the, I'd have to look back, which I don't have my paperwork from that job because that was like so long ago. But I do not believe that if I did, I would have been fired. You don't know what you're gonna do under those circumstances. Yeah. Someone comes in and robs you and you're, on, you're at your job. You're like, what? It's natural to be like, I got to chase after this fucker. What right. the fuck are you doing? Right?
1: I don't know. It's discouraging to see all that stuff, but I don't want to dwell in the pit of negativity Pull for out. too long. I'm just climbing back out and thank
0: you. Um, uh, we discovered, okay, a couple of things. Number one, we told you last week how we went to Houston, had a great time with our friends. And in that time, Sean talked to our friend Jason, part of that group, and he shared with us a delicious cocktail.
1: Ah, 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 ah. One. I've never
0: had something so tasty, yet so simple. And it still blows and I actually now that I'm even talking about it, it sounds good. I want
1: one. Once you recognize the tomato as a fruit, not a vegetable, the world opens up in strange ways. Now Jason and his wife I don't wife... even like tomato juice that much, you
0: guys. I don't mind it. I'll do a Bloody Mary every once in a blue moon.
1: I like just plain tomato juice. Sean loves it, just
0: like Larry. You just, guys both
1: love tomatoes. You know, it's a uh, it's refreshing, especially when you're on a plane. For some reason, I don't mind on a
0: plane, but sometimes it's too salty. Depends on what what's of Oh they yeah, have. you don't
1: want the missing like, the zing zang. You know, I don't want a mixer. Mm-hmm. I want just tomato juice. Mm-hmm. Look at the label. I don't want sugar in it. I want tomato, tomatoes, water. Period. Maybe a little vinegar, salt and pepper. No salt. But you know, and the xanthan <laughs> gum and ditroxalide and all this. Yeah, all
0: the things you can't pronounce that your you body like, doesn't what know is what is to that? with. What does that?
1: Chemical shit PC shitstorm. load letter. So, once you recognize that the tomato is a fruit, the world opens.
0: And treat it as such. Even though we all know it's a fruit, but nobody believes it.
1: Yep, Jason, uh, at the he was the host. Jason and Allison were the mm-hmm. hosts of the mm-hmm. Crawfish boil. Compliments to the chef. But he was staying there. This was, you know, he, he had a lot of tasks. He was
0: doing so much He had stuff.
1: 60 pounds of mud bugs, and <laughs> he was, a big boiling he thing, boil in this. chopping veggies. And then I turned around and talked to someone else, and turned back to Jason because I heard him uh, laughing about something. He's a big fella. he's like six foot ten or something. He's still six ten. Well, I'm six foot four, so he's definitely like six. <laughs> but homeboy has two small glasses in his hands, just you know, small. One of them is a clear liquid, and one is clearly a tomato-based uh, drink. And uh, I said, "Hey, buddy, what do you got there?" He goes, "Well, I was recently in Mexico with my family." And I saw them doing something which is fantastic. In One hand, they've got a little bit of tequila, sensible amount, not like a giant glass, hence the small glass in his hand. And then in the other hand, he was this, while it may look like tomato juice, is actually like a sangria of sorts based off tomato. Mm
2: It's like, really?
1: He says, yeah, all it is is regular tomato juice, orange, lemon, uh, Lime. lime and grapefruit all these juices mixed together. And he goes everyone does it differently. So his family came back and they're all experimenting with And vodka. With it. No. Oh, no vodka. his is
0: just regular. Yeah,
1: his is tequila in one hand oh, and then okay. this sangria made of tomato and fruit. Gotcha. I was like that that sounds disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's You guys, when I tell you that tomato with the the like citrus, it's so delicious.
1: Well, it makes sense because it's uh, refreshing. Tomato juice with lime juice. It's great. You already, you know, that that you could see okay. That makes Maybe.
0: sense. Maybe. I don't drink enough tomato juice to tell you that I think it goes with anything.
1: Yeah. Or lemon juice with tomato juice. That that, make, yeah. you know, that makes sense. But it's the orange that really... It tastes like a lifesaver. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and I, is it ever a lifesaver?
0: So do about a half a cup of uh, tomato juice and then juice about three quarters of an uh, orange and then one lime... And then do your own flair. You want a little lemon? Want some grapefruit? Grapefruit. Plop that in there. And then just a little bit of salt on top, just a little bit. Stir it up. Delicious. Next level. Amazing. I don't know. Can't get enough.
1: It's really that wild. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life is, not that it gets boring the older you get, but sometimes you're like, boy, I wish they'd invent a a new meat. We're not like Roxy. We haven't had
0: an orange before. You know, she has all these new things to to explore. We haven't had that. We're we're pretty much over it unless we venture.
1: We didn't have any tequila um, when I first tried it. I was like, I'll just do it with oh, we vodka.
0: We're not big tequila drinkers. Not
1: really. Um, not. But, you know. Anyway, so Sean did. Oh, it's white tequila as well. It's You don't want. Uh, yeah, you want
0: Blanco. You not Anejo? Uh, I think so.
1: Reposado. Those are all Z. other kinds, yes. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> gold, silver, and no. Yeah, maybe it's just gold and silver. I don't know.
0: Well, there's They're different. So there is gold and silver, but then Reposado something different.
1: Oh, I think it's the aging.
0: So let me... Yeah, I think it's older. The quality, right? Yeah, but I have to look it up because I don't know for sure. One is
1: aged in barrels and uh, the other is not. Is that correct? I don't know. I think that's what gives it the color. The three
0: basic types of tequila. Blanco, bottled immediately following distillation. Um, Some are aged for a short period of time. Reposado tequila is aged between two and 12 months in oak barrels. And hoven is a mixture of the two.
1: Ah, hoven. So it's the three types. Well, if you're looking for a cocktail or even if you don't want the alcohol, the tomato juice by itself with these uh, citrus are, it's phenomenal.
0: But then anejo, people get it together. Um, then añejo tequilas are the smoothest and best for sipping. This tequila is aged inside of oak barrels no more than three years, so it technically I guess could have been called a reposado, mm. but it can be up to three years, so it could that might be what moves it into the añejo?
1: Yeah, but you want the white lightning, the
0: yeah, we just want the the, the blanco, the yeah, quick yeah, and fast. Yeah,
1: the, you may or may not know this, mm. but OTDM has been burning up the charts, burning up the charts in South Africa. Woo woo. Yeah, hey so South Africa.
0: Happen.
1: Yeah, if you're listening. Uh, how do you do how do you do i don't know how you say it in south africa hello it's uh they
0: just have an accent
1: well no because it's like a comp- oh. Afrikaans and uh it's like they have a lot of different meets. languages yeah mm-hmm. anyways uh how do you do hope you're doing well and uh we'd love to visit someday <laughs> yeah so. i would love to it's it looks beautiful mm. is that where Kruger national park is the big I park i don't know oh. south
0: africa i don't know i just know that uh Dr. Katz, a psychiatrist in LA I used to talk with. He's from there.
1: Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. It's a cool accent.
0: Yeah. I like I, for a while, I thought he was British, but it was kind of different. Mm. Um, anyway, so it's a national park?
1: I think so. Okay. I'm or preserve. Not it, like a jam, but like a preserve of national. Kruger. Krugerrand? Is that what's There's Kruger so. National Park. Oh, Kruger. Park, okay. There's
0: Kruger. Huh. And then there's Addo Elephant National Park. I Golden Gate it. Highlands National Park. Table Mountain national Par- wait are these all oh wow yeah cocoon cocoon <laughs> anyway yeah so that, that's
1: i don't know why. where the listeners are but we're burning up the charts in, mm-hmm. in, on apple leisure so kruger
0: national park where nearly two million hectares of unrivaled diversity of life forms fuses with historical and archaeological sites this is the real Africa.
1: one of the best books i ever read um one of the first big books that I ever read. A big book. Yeah, with less pictures and more uh-huh. more yep. words. I
0: remember when that started to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, James Michener, The Covenant, which is the story of South Africa. Oh, I don't know it. Really disturbing. But he's such a great historian, author. He, he wrote books like um, Chesapeake Bay, Mexico. Uh, he would spend years and years researching and just fantastic. I, I'm mm-hmm. reading Poland. Which is another one.
0: Oh, that's, you read that when you were a kid.
1: Uh, when the you covenant were just out of. I was like photo, 10, 11 when I first picked it up.
0: Oh, was, yeah. okay, that sounds as young as I was thinking it but was.
1: Poland, that was a tough one. I, I I'm halfway through, and You've I've been stuck there for, for like years, five yeah. years, six years. So I don't think I'm going to finish that one.
0: It's not for you. Sometimes you just.
1: Well, it's out. all in Polish. No, no it's not. <laughs> uh, anyways, great book. So thanks, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. I covered the dog uh, who is uh, held up over a fence, which is
0: ridiculous. Still Ooh. don't know what to say about that.
1: Uh, something very interesting has been brought to the marketplace, mm. and it is the Apple Vision Pro. Have mm. you seen this?
0: No, people are talking about it, but I—is it bad to say in this time, in this day and age, that I just give no shits about technology?
1: I feel the same way. <laughs> Look right here. My note says I give two shits about Apple mm. Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. Near. It's going to be
0: expensive. It's going to be stupid. People okay. are going to be racing for it. Blech.
1: So how much do you think it is? I already know. Oh. $3,500. Right? Yeah. yeah. 3500 bucks. But
0: you knew it was going to be expensive. I already guessed when people were talking about it. I was like, it's going to be at least $2,000. And people were like, no, like 1200 And I was like, no. It's like how getting
1: much? a really expensive this TV. This phone is $2,000. You want to see? So this is what it looks like. Just <laughs> hold it up to your face, you know? Because all your apps are overlaid Mm -hmm. over uh, this environment, and you can use your eyes to select things. I
0: know. I've seen
1: it. You can pinch with your fingers to do commands. Uh, A lot of finger guns in cyberspace. Pew, pew,
2: pew, pew.
1: I'm not into it. As an early adopter of AR and VR. You
0: really were, like, way back. And we actually still have.
1: I made a film for the U.S. military, Mm -hmm. for the Marines. Uh, You ruined
0: that belt doing that. I did. Because you had to carry that big what was it even? it was a
1: frankenstein rig that we built christian and yeah. i yeah well he built it i was i was his assistant camera operator mm-hmm.
0: um but you had to because when you hold something that heavy you have to kind of like rest it on yourself a little and he rested on his belt buckle and like meant like mangled that belt
1: <laughs> that was with the u.s marines at mm-hmm. camp pendleton mm-hmm. it was the craziest thing i've never been around the military that close before and i don't
0: think i've ever been like on a camp like in a camp
1: we were running with the, this Platoon of of Marines as they were going through a firing exercise exercises. and it started off with a patrol. It's a like an Afghan village, mm-hmm. and we're there with this camera and we're observing them. Now it's a 360 camera. We're filming all the way around us. I think we were shooting an AK, and there was four cameras plus a battery tree over the center of it. It was so heavy these red cameras. <laughs> I think it was over hundred pounds for the, mm-hmm. this rig. You got to pick it up and run with it, and set it in the next point. You know, uh, You're fifty a feet bigger
0: workout than the dudes.
1: It was crazy, and uh, I was not expecting. I didn't know what their their uh, exercise was, um, so they were doing a, a search cars sort uh-huh. of deal, uh, clear the street, mm-hmm. and then there is an explosion. So they all run into a building. We run into the building with them. Um,
0: all the while is like hundred
1: pounds. Oh yeah, it was crazy, and they're they're firing uh, their weapons. Um, we're observing, and we're. I'm terrified. Like
0: they don't have live rounds. No,
1: it wasn't live rounds, but was still loud. It, it was so real. Did you have so headphones real. on and in? And yeah, yeah.
0: But the, that was the whole point of it, right? Was it for it to look really real? To it,
1: show you what training, uh, what a training exercise would look mm-hmm. like, and then the hope was that the U.S. military would pick up this technology
0: and use it uh, to help people with PTSD.
1: No, that when wasn't, that wasn't for no, not oh. that. Um, that was another project that we did with. BR. Oh, okay,
0: I was like, wait, I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we we worked both sides of the equation. We we're like, we'll. Do a, a, a training film in. and then we'll also do a ptsd help film. you on the way out yeah we're, we're equal opportunity filmmakers you know
0: well i mean you need both and i'm thankful that people put their lives at risk to keep us safe but yeah oh, man, that would scare me
1: but so uh months later uh-huh. i had to take the the finished fi- uh, film uh-huh. to the marines uh what do they call it office of uh public marketing or i don't know okay it's, it's their their marketing wing, you know. And mm-hmm. so I go in, I've got to sit with this uh some sort of a commander. I don't know. He had a lot of he had a green outfit on, you know and mm-hmm. uh, he had a bunch of medals kind of of course so. not medals, but a war I don't know what they call them. Bells and whistles on his uniform there, you know? Jeez.
0: Okay, Sean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Super nice guy. Um and uh, so he, he puts on the, the headset and he's sitting in a swivel chair and mm-hmm. he's he's looking around. And you can see him So I'm like, oh wow, he really likes it. You know, did he
0: fall out of his chair?
1: No He didn't follow his chair, but he was really, you know is Observing wow. looking mm-hmm. around and now this was early VR where yeah where people didn't it kind of looked like you're looking through a screen door So the the screen yeah. wasn't as as quality as they are now, mm-hmm. but it was pretty darn realistic He took the thing off and he said I gotta be honest. This is terrible and I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't like the footage, oh, you know Oh, no. He said it just makes me queasy oh because you're, there's a you're you're in the space and you're you're looking around, but there's no body beneath you mm-hmm. so you're just floating and it, it yeah. doesn't work that yeah, way you don't
0: see yourself moving. Yeah. there's nothing below you. it's just you're just like a, a voyeur.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Now the best case that I've ever seen for it at that time was um, you're uh, in a wheelchair. And so you look down and you see your body, and you're not mm-hmm. in control of of anything oh, so then because there's kind of someone pushing you behind to... you, and you're doing a tour of a of a hospital. And this connects you, so you don't feel like, untethered mm-hmm. from. It's really strange the the trick that your brain plays. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know how I got on this. Interesting. Oh, Apple. So <laughs> as I'm reading this uh, about this Apple Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. Someone was saying, "Oh, it's amazing! The, s- the picture quality is so good." And that, and she said, "But after twenty minutes, I took it off. I felt sick to my stomach."
0: So you're like, "So it's just the same."
1: Yeah, and I don't think that they're going to be able to get over that. Now it's different if you have glasses on that you can look through and you see everything fine. And maybe it's just a heads-up display like you have in your car, you know, where you yeah. see the miles or you know turn directions, whatnot. But I don't think we're we're meant to have so much stuff jacked into our ocular nerve.
0: Well, I mean, too many people are visually like triggered that way where it'll you'd be like, whoa, you feel sick all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, where did I just, I felt sick. Oh, even recently when I was on the plane coming back from New York, we had hit so much turbulence that I actually felt sick for like six hours afterward. And I was like, ooh, and I blame that bad bagel too. I went to this place that I loved forever Sean and I stopped in there a couple times back in the day It's been years, mind you But I was so excited to go I was like, they have the best bagels It's down in like the Soho area And I think actually probably like Noho <clears throat> Anyway I go in there, I get the bagel I want I'm so excited, they got jalapeno cream cheese Yeah, 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 yeah Blech. It tasted, it was like two days old It was like a dry crusty bagel And I was like, what the fuck is this And so then I had that bad bagel Then I the coffee was fine. Then I get on the plane and there's all this turbulence. And I was like, is it that oh. bagel or is it the the plane? I don't. Nobody knows. I felt sick. It was terrible.
1: That's bad news. I
0: hate feeling sick. And that mm-hmm. doesn't happen to me very often. I don't get like. Queasy. Yeah. But something about it, I was like, Ugh. Hmm. bad. So I wouldn't want that. I don't like, do not like feeling motion sickness.
1: Mm-mm. Oh, um, you were just talking about you're at the, the bagel shop mm-hmm. when you went to pay. Mm-hmm. Did they have like a, a tipping kiosk? Like, did they sp- turn the yep. thing around? Yeah. And what what's the deal with those things? Why are they everywhere now? Like, I, why is everyone asking for tips? And I understand at a bagel shop you can put like money in the jar. Well, it
0: wasn't a t- just a tipping kiosk. It was how you pay. Yeah. I had swiped in the thing.
1: Uh, what I'm trying to get at is why why is everyone asking for tips? Now I get it at a bagel shop that they have it. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, the point-of-sale device.
0: Yeah, almost everybody uses those, I feel like, now. Yeah, but
1: now, like, everyone is asking for a tip. Hmm. Have you noticed that? No.
0: Oh. I just know that in New York, unlike Austin, which I thought was kind of funny, ours will start at, like, 18% for a tip, but New York was 22%. That's what it, like, if you didn't change it, that's what it automatically selected.
1: It used to be 15% mm-hmm. was a standard good tip. tip, and then 20% was a great tip.
0: hmm I still abide by those rules like, Really,
1: at the gas station. I've seen people, you know, with tip machines, The um,
0: gas station
1: everywhere. It seems like.
0: Why would you tip the, You did it yourself.
1: Exactly. No, no. Um, if you're buying stuff inside They're in the
0: store, they don't help you.
1: Exactly. They just bring you up. I just I feel like
0: that's cra- I've never seen that. Businesses crazy. Are,
1: are passing on their you well, know, no, the cost they don't of s- having an employer.
0: I don't think they. Well, maybe uh, they see those sorry. tips, but the tips would have to go directly to the person, wouldn't they?
1: No, if it's Legally? digital, then maybe they cash out at the end of the Night, but they have to give a percentage to the company for taxes. But the point being is yeah, like it's... it seems like everyone's asking for tips. And then it if you aren't paying your employees enough, yeah. maybe you should raise what you're paying them and just like raise your rates.
0: Yeah, just raise the don't, cost. Don't of pass things. it
1: on to me like that way and make me feel guilty.
0: Like I, I we guess. were
1: seeing um in Los Angeles, they were passing along. Healthcare benefits to you oh, yeah,
0: the, you had to pay because the restaurant wouldn't pay for them to have healthcare, and I was like if you can't afford to have employees maybe you need to rethink your pricing structure or yeah because
1: that was a tax right mm-hmm. employee wellness benefit it and wasn't I was a like
0: tax it was yeah it was a percentage of the bill which and is it'd be, a tax it, yeah that's what I said I was like yeah I guess it was but it would always be anywhere from like two to four dollars I'm okay with just raise the price of the things that I purchased by like two or four dollars
1: that's it right I just feel like and then, well, then they, they say,
0: you can request to have it removed. And the first time we saw this was probably like what, 2018? Yeah. At our favorite place, Ingo's, which is now out of business. Um, and we, we asked about, it. I'm like, what is this? And they were like, I think we asked for it to be removed the first time. Cause I was like, wait, what? They don't pay you. And she's like, I don't know. They're trying this out. She's like, I'll just remove it. And we're like, okay,
1: it was just weird. But then I think what they're banking on is that you'll feel awkward asking someone, oh, you don't want to take care of the person's health.
0: But that's not my job. I didn't hire them. I know. You know if I can't offer benefits, that's the thing. I'd rather pay more for my my food or cocktail or something. Yeah, hide
1: hide the cost in your price. Isn't Don't. that what you're
0: supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> like if a uh, gap can't afford to make the t-shirt at $6 and they have to charge $12, you know what I mean?
1: Like I do know what you mean.
0: It's simple, really.
1: Anyways, if anyone out there is encountering this where you're seeing these tipping and I'm all for tipping. But it seems like everyone wants to get tipped now.
0: I haven't seen that but as much as you, but I don't doubt it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm quite miserly, so.
0: <laughs> no, you're not at all. It's just weird. That you should was tip
1: a... <laughs> me for coming into your store. That's the way I feel. Like, I could have gone to any other Starbucks. Here's a
0: tip, you know, avoid yeah. yellow snow
1: or whatever they Yeah, say. yeah don't, don't eat yellow, yellow snow. snow.
0: Um, no, but the, the, and there's a bunch of, people get very fired up. I don't think our community is, but. I follow Bon Appetit on Instagram and people get really fired up about exactly what we're talking about, that they don't pay people living wages and they expect like the people who come in to pay for it. Yeah. And that shouldn't be how our restaurant system runs, but it does.
1: When I was younger, I remember when I first started getting into the pizza game, Mm -hmm. ordering pizza, you know, as a young person, like 15 years old, you're like, I'm going to order pizza. You know,
0: I never got to do that. But my mom would be like, do you want to go pick up Papa John's? And I would say.
1: But, you know, you'd pay the, like the pizza was 15 bucks. You'd mm-hmm. give the guy two bucks. Yeah. And that's a good deal, you know, whatever. But now when you order a pizza, you've got the the fee for um, the delivery. Then you have the fee for the service mm-hmm. fee, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know what that tax is.
0: Yeah. It's like $3, $4.
1: And then they ask you, like, how much do you want to tip the person? Because.
0: And the tip, 100% of the tip goes to the driver because for a while it wasn't. And it's like in trouble.
1: But it's like 20%. I'm like for driving a pizza, come on, man.
0: Remember, Dwight doesn't tip anybody who does something he can do himself, right? But right. he did tip his urologist <laughs> he can't do that. Remember, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I hey, just think it's out of control. My brother has a t- tough time with it too because he doesn't understand.
1: I tip generously, mm-hmm. we um, do in a restaurant. I worked this, uh, this we both gig worked for in restaurants for a while, but i'm i'm not tipping the gas station attendant i'm drawing a land line, line in the sand there's a
0: line well i think if someone is offering you a service and they're doing something extra that that is worthy of a tip mm-hmm. good like i once had a gas station attendant come out to my this is in beverly hills maybe is why but he came out because i was out of a washer fluid oh yeah and i bought it inside and he's like here i'll help you out and he like filled it up and he washed my window and he's like, "I'll pump your gas too." And I was like, "Oh, you don't have to do that." And he's like, "No, no, I'm already out here." And so I gave him like 5 bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. So I was that. like, "Thanks, man." That's awesome.
0: Also, I was like in work clothes. I think maybe that's why. It was like when I was a sales rep, so I had like, you know, like my lady work like silk top on, like,
1: you know. You want to be a grease monkey and get no, all No, but
0: here. but I was I actually on in full transparency, did not plan on refilling it until I got home because mm. of that, cuz so I was like, oh, I don't want to have to lean over and like what if I get i like a light pink shirt on like what if I get grease on myself?" So but he was but then he did a service that was a service and that was a helpful extra so i paid extra Hmm.
1: Hmm. well one last thing in the news Mm -hmm. um and i find this fascinating because who doesn't Mm -hmm. i mean but science fiction is becoming closer to science fact maybe
0: oh like ufos
1: yeah the uap story we don't have to get too much into it i don't know
0: much about it because again i don't really care
1: yeah but if anyone out there is into it let me know um basically in the united states right now the the congress the sitting body mm-hmm. is uh they're holding hearings and they're trying to get to the bottom of it. or some people are trying to get to the bottom of it and so
0: well didn't weren't they told not told not congress but wasn't it like passed or put into law or something that they were supposed to disclose everything to congress supposed to have a big hearing where everything was out in the open it and sounds it like wasn't.
1: it right so right there's allegations that and wh- where you stand this doesn't really matter it's, it's science fiction or science fact who cares or who knows you know we don't really know but it sounds like perhaps there's entities within the government that are hiding information from congress whether that's true or not i don't know i don't work there you know yep. would i put it past the government to hide things like that no they've been
0: hiding it forever
1: <laughs> well if, if they hide everything you know mm-hmm. they hide paperwork you know yep and uh all sorts and then of just things. turns up in people's you know <laughs> anyways but i find it very interesting and so sometimes you see people talking about aliens and you're like i can't take this person seriously like that guy george tusukulakis or whatever on the history channel oh yeah clearly, clearly it, was it was aliens you know? i think
0: he took his hair to a whole nother level as he, he got more popular yeah
1: he's a character mm-hmm. you know and uh while that's entertainment currently right now what's going on is that there is a whistleblower uh who was working on behalf of the united states government he was put in charge by Congress, I believe, to, to examine gather the materials. Yeah, he's a, a data analyst. Um, and while he was doing this, apparently he was being threatened by other people in the government. And so, you know, why? It, well, exactly. What do they
0: possibly have to lose? Who cares if it's aliens, it's aliens.
1: So he says that, that the United States has has crafts. That we have recovered <laughs> crafts that So
0: if we do, just say says, you have it.
1: He says they're not of terrestrial origin, where they come from or what they are. Well, I guess because
0: then super cool. I want to know more about it. I
1: know how fast they go.
0: Like those little tic-tacky thingies. Yeah. Like how do they do that?
1: So it's the same people who Do we
0: know? Then we should talk about
1: it. Right. That
0: stuff I get excited about. But this whole like do they, don't they? Well nobody cares.
1: That's it. <clears throat> but I find it's interesting when it's um Congress talking about it, when yeah. there's whistleblowers who are actually holding positions of of um, importance.
0: So why do you think people would be mad at that guy for doing his job?
1: Well, it sounds like what he's uh, alleging mm-hmm. is that there are certain mm, organizations, whether it's, I don't know, the CIA, the... Okay. the other
0: acronyms that we The don't Pentagon, know who
1: the hell knows, right? Mm-hmm. That they're hiding information from Congress that or from the government, from the people, right? And why so, after
0: they've released so much other stuff?
1: Well, I think because... If they're in control of technology, let's say it's mm. energy technology. I don't know what, what, what advanced technology do you have and and knowledge is power yeah. and it gives you a hand up you know over everyone else. So if they're keep holding stuff back because it's it's advanced technology now this is all just crazy talk. But the fact yeah. that it's being discussed by Congress,
0: yeah and pretty wild it is And then this guy Maybe comes forward and he
1: says, look, uh, two years ago I was put in charge of this program. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone knows about the program.
0: He's been getting death threats and stuff, hasn't he?
1: Well, yeah. He said uh, my life is in dip uh, in jeopardy here, and you know, um, I'm coming forward because you asked me
0: <laughs> to do this to do this now... job,
1: and now people are threatening me. So he's he's involving lawyers, and
0: yeah, that's that's a little it's sketchy. wild. But it
1: was all over the news. It broke yesterday, and I'm like, you know, he's it,
0: not getting paid enough to deal with that bullshit.
1: Yeah, and it's not um, it's not Mickey Mouse organizations that are reporting on. It. It's like the New York Times and yeah. the Guardian and all these, you know.
0: All sorts of like legitimate journalists, yeah. Let alone,
1: um, you know, the body of Congress itself. So yeah. yeah. I keep saying the body of Congress. I don't know if I know what that means. I, that's not the term that.
0: No, used, you wouldn't say the body of Congress. You'd say Congress. Congress. Not the Congress. or right? be the House of Representatives. <laughs> hey,
1: comrade. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get into letters, shall yep. we?
0: I think we only have time for one.
1: If you are interested in UAPs or aliens or if you've seen one. Um,
0: What's UAP? Is that like the UFO?
1: Yeah, they changed mm. the name oh and pfft,
0: why again wanker sign right where's sue when we need her i wonder I how she's doing i'm not sure if you're still listening let us know catch up yeah. i feel like we haven't heard from travel 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 jeremy or sue in a long
1: time oh i probably ran him off no
0: <laughs> people just have lives and they get busy yep
1: yeah. um okay let's see here i
0: keep yawning this not you it's me i had to get up early to do a premiere for my video and i'm just not used to getting up that early Right. But you know what was nice is I'd gotten all this stuff accomplished and I was like, oh. And look at the clock. I was like, it's only 1030. Amazing.
1: Okay, it's time to get into letters, shall we?
0: Okay. And if you don't recall, we ended last week's with a speak pipe from Jules. And she said there's more in the letter. This is the letter that she was referencing. It sent right after her speak pipe. And it is entitled, Hiya, from Jules. We just watched Afterlife again the Ricky Gervais show, where that woman always says it's, uh, she has another show, Kunk on Earth. Very funny. But she always says, hiya.
1: I wonder if they're from the same place.
0: Maybe. Maybe they're both northern.
1: From that same village. Maybe. What's your paper called, Jules?
0: She's not at a paper. She doesn't know about the afterlife, that they're at a paper.
1: She might watch it. Though. Maybe. And maybe, oh, maybe she's from she that does. village. She'd be like, yeah, that's ours.
0: Maybe. Hiya. Okay. It says, hiya, Sean, Katie, and Roxy. I have sent a speak pipe. We got it. To share a fun rhyme for OTD and pot. I've added the lyrics at the end for you. Just trying to have some fun. After listening to a, a plane ride messy mayhem, I had a sudden reminder of one of the few and last times I went to a club for my friend's birthday. I know there's certain things that like you don't really do anymore as you get older. And it's funny because you just don't realize it's one of the last times you're going to do it. I sent some of my friends this funny meme and I told Sean about it too. It was like each of us made a uh, burned a CD for the last time. And we didn't know it was gonna be the last time. There's all those things that you do. Going to clubs is one of those too.
1: I will never set foot in a club again unless it's for something extraordinary. I do not like the club scene. Never have. Never will.
0: No. When do we, When inch, have we? Inch, even, inch, when have we been inch. in a club? Like I don't think you and I have even ever been in a club.
1: Yeah, we went to the V Lounge. Oh, that's true. A couple of times there.
0: That was like for my twenty sixth birthday. Yeah, or that
1: something. was. <laughs> that was tough yeah the and fact then, that you remember
0: that and it was like more than t- almost 10 years and ago. it's not even a super club or anything it was you know? like more than 10 years ago no it's like a small club on the west side of los angeles
1: right we used to do that when i was a kid we used to go to the clubs downtown montreal yeah. like the dome you know or yeah. club les spree if anyone is listening from montreal you know what i'm talking about
0: but we went to edison once and that's not so much clubby it's just like a cool remember yeah that was a really cool spot because you like to eaten
1: the mint no what was it in san diego there was a big mega one mm. when i first
0: See, I don't do the you. mega, like that's the, I think that's the difference between yeah. you and I, or I guess.
1: Laser beams, techno music. Yeah, you know, you, That's
0: a very Quebecois kind of way. Yeah,
1: And Vegas, apparently. Man. Oh, I
0: cannot stand it. The Vegas we'll Golden Knights. It. That game. I mean, they're doing great and fine. That's cool. We don't have a dog in the fight, so I don't really care. But oh my God, the DJ on the game. I'm like, shut up. You're ruining it. <laughs> I like, like just <laughs> mute it, Sean, for a second. It's too, like, I know it's Vegas and I get it. But all the tchotchke shit, I don't oh, know how people deal with it.
1: Laser you, beams coming out of people's eyes and drumming and neon. And
0: and like they have this whole like put-together f- fake storyline that happens.
1: It looks like medieval times on the ice. It does, a and night they do it that before. And,
0: they do it in the period breaks. And the guys and will be mirrors. talking about the game, and in the background, you're like, don't take her. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> Aren't... I thought I was at a hockey game. I'm so confused.
1: They really put on a show, but its I think it's gone too far.
0: I think so, too. But I don't know. We'd have to ask our friends.
1: Probably fun for little kids. Our but- friends,
0: Kim and Benton, well, they don't bring their kids. It's too loud. It's also crazy loud. But we'll have to ask them if they think it's too much, because I think it's too much.
1: I think they've jumped the shark.
0: I think they have jumped the shark. Okay. Sorry, Jules. We're back. So I went to a club for my friend's birthday. On the way to get drinks, surfing the crowd at the bar, as I turned... um, And as I turned, a girl walking towards me just suddenly, without any urgency or attempt to avoid a collision, ended up vomiting (gasps) all over me.
1: Oh, no. With no time
0: to escape. No, 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 no. I was not impressed. Likely she was already tipsy drunk. I went to get cleaned up and continued to have a fun night anyways. Kudos to you. I would have gone home. Depends on how much we're talking. If it's shoes, is it clothes? Like, how bad?
1: Even if a little bit of barf splashed me out. You know, I'd have that phantom barf smell. You don't know if it's there, but you think, you're like, no, I think it, you know, mm. like, it's like when you step in dog poo. Yeah, and and you can't
0: not smell it, even though it's not there anymore. You're like, Mm -hmm. you washed your shoe. It's all gone. You're like, no, 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 no.
1: Ugh, disgusting.
0: (laughs) Okay, moving on. Yeah. Strange happenings. Who are you going to call? Okay, so in my last year at school, I started singing lessons to help with all my music exams to work on my oral skills one day i picked up an old handheld phone and started to harmonize with the ringtones weird i know i kept going with improvised melody then suddenly the phone started to ring out and a lady answered hello um i don't (laughs) quite know what to think i didn't quite know what to do think or do so i just said so sorry you have the wrong number (laughs) or i have the wrong number because she was (laughs) oh jules that's too funny my friend's husband's a physics whiz and was also surprised and he explained that it was extremely hard to get the correct number of harmonic sequences per tone to be able to freely call someone's phone number so if you ever need a Perfect free pitch. free call if you're stuck just try singing on a landline or payphone as mobile phones are not smart enough
1: you know that's how they <laughs> used to hack um the phone company back in the day early hackers uh-huh. i'm probably gonna get this wrong ben will probably correct me
0: we appreciate that, Ben.
1: Ben's not a hacker, but I think he has the skills. But you, they would call up somewhere. I don't know. Or no, they would hold the handset and then they would play like this whistle noise. Oh, and it would like. But they, for, they figured it out and then it would dial into whatever the phone company was and you'd get into their systems. That's weird. I don't have that much information on this, but I know it worked <laughs> that way a little bit.
0: Ben, please, please
1: tell us what yeah. really Sean's
0: talking about. We, who, I don't know, but it somehow yeah. works. I'm a hacker. Maybe, maybe, me, me. You have been hacked. <laughs> we are the hackers. Have a little song. Beep, beep boop, boop, boop.
1: <laughs> You've been hacked. <laughs> and then you hang up. <laughs> you got some dude's voicemail. What? Hello, customer service. Beep, 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 boop. You've been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God. Okay, that's, that's all for Jules Letters. Just have a lovely week, and thank you all for the fun and more, Jules.
1: I'm sorry you got barfed on, Jules. It sounds that's disgusting. That's
0: terrible. And I remember, she sent her lyrics, but we heard her speak pipe last mm-hmm. week. Okay, now, we have, oh, hold on, we have a voice memo, or whatever you want to call them, from our virgin, correspondent. Come here. Come
2: here. Hey, you. It's a Saturday before Easter. Hiya. A- Hiya. I know.
0: <laughs> Our brains work the same. Okay. I've
2: done watching the podcast and I want to talk to you all about a number of items today. Love it. First up, I was just kidding you all about being inconsistent. The kind of guy I am, if I don't like somebody, I won't make an effort to rouse them. I say little to nothing instead.
0: I appreciate that. And I. I like that you like us and you're around. Um, But I find it funny. I'm the same Tom. If I don't like something, I just don't. I don't engage and I don't say anything. Cause why? Why? But the internet has uh, like, I don't know if it's coddled or created or somehow like incubated people thinking that they need to. That's not even the right word. But you know, I know what you're saying. Like it's it's created an environment like the biodome where all of a sudden they think that they should say something. In case that person doesn't know how bad it is Or whatever And yeah. you're like how about you don't Because what if they just like to do it You know
1: But I'm going to tell you That I think what you are saying Or that what you do is dumb and well, Some random person shows up You're like okay Totally
0: oh. Well and it's changed I don't know if anybody else sees this But I love TikTok You guys know And something that I find crazy And I think it's people's way of dealing with that Like creators trying to cope with the fact That people shit on you Is like for instance I'll give an example There's this girl, uh, I mean, a woman, she's like, you know, like in her forties or fifties and she's a hairdresser and I've been following her for a long time and I just really like her in general and I forget her name, but she was showing herself making a salad and she was just, oh, offensive. Well, she's just talking to you and she's saying, uh. She goes, Hey, how are you doing? And she's like, I got, I got shit to do. I was at the pool. She goes, that's why I'm, cause she's kind of in like a swimming suit. But she has a towel wrapped around her and she's like, I need to eat something. So I thought I'd just talk to you. And she's just, I don't even remember what she's telling us about. Just nothing to do with the salad. She's essentially, as I would do multitasking. And as she's chopping stuff and she's, you know, got a cutting board and she goes, you guys, I'm just going to tell you, I already washed the vegetables. So you don't need to tell me to do it in the comments. So that's the first thing. And then she's going along and she's telling you about her day and blah, blah, blah. And then she says, "Um." Uh, what else? Oh, and I I know y'all prefer Duke's mayonnaise. I just don't like it. I prefer Kraft. And if you if you like Duke's, use Duke's. And the whole time she's saying stuff like this because people are gonna come for her for stupid reasons. Like, did you not wash that? Like, one person was dealing with chicken. I was because I watch cooking stuff sometimes, and they're like, I can't believe you wouldn't wear gloves, bitch. Do you wear gloves in your own house when you're cooking your own food? What is this? What what what? Sometimes
1: people feel the need to weigh in on everything and, and the virtue signaling mm-hmm. about all of it. Like I'm oh, so you're much so better. Fucking superior. I'd love
0: to hop into your house on a random Thursday night and see if you're wearing gloves.
1: I would like to and make it- chicken for that person, but I wouldn't cook it all the way. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> I would touch it with I'd my love bare hands. I'd to give them
0: salmon. I'd like to cough on it. <laughs> no, I'm like Tom, I just don't say anything. And if I think it looks gross, I just move on. That's it. Next. There's so much stuff next okay sorry tom back
2: and you know you guys often apologize to me about chiming in during my recordings and that's okay
1: (laughs) what never
0: get out of our heads tom rude (laughs) as i just said sorry tom
2: we we can all learn from each other now we were talking about medical topics in the last podcast and Katie, I'm certainly very sorry to hear about your bad experience going to see the bottom doctor. One thing that a few of my female friends have confided in me about over the years is the older they get, the more uncomfortable those visits become, and all of a sudden they might realize that they need a finger up their bum or a mammogram. And one bit of advice I have for everybody, whether they're male or female, if you don't feel safe going to see a doctor, it's time to change. Now, I had a doctor years ago that I didn't feel comfortable going to see and went ahead and made a change. I'm glad I made a break from them.
0: It's true. And I know it's hard and there's limitations and it takes extra effort, right, to like find somebody new in your you know that your insurance takes or whatever it is or in your area or um, even your dad having to wait forever in his rural area to find someone like there's a lot of things that could happen and it can be difficult but Tom's right like the longer we put it off or the 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 more uncomfortable then you won't want to go and you won't want to ask questions and as you get older I feel like I don't know if this is true but in my head I'm like I feel like I need more things checked out because I'm like higher risk for certain things so I want to make sure they're spending time and like, we even talked about it because my OB doesn't take our insurance anymore, thank God. And I might have mentioned this before. And I don't like them and they move too fast. And like, don't, I don't get asked a bunch of questions. They're like, in and out, pa, pa, um, I'm like, maybe next time I'm in LA, I'll just, I'll make my appointments and I'll go back to Maria because <laughs> I liked her so much. And even if she doesn't take our insurance, a, a one once a year is not, you know, that's not a lot to, to have to do. I would prefer because then you know you're getting good care. Which is crazy that that's what we got to do. But anyway, I agree with I agree with Tom. Oh.
2: You might get a little bit of tippy tap here. Mm-hmm. Whitey's wound up today. I just let him out and gave him some raw roll here. And in fact, here he comes.
0: <laughs> oh, my favorite tippy tap.
2: It's interesting with him. My old dog that died a couple years ago, slept in the corner of the couch. And in recent days, I've been letting Whitey out of his crate during the day while I'm at work. And I'll be damned if he doesn't sleep in the same spot. I've had the couch reupholstered since I had my old dog, and there's no trace of his scent left. But all I have to say is dogs are remarkable creatures.
0: And I always wonder, too, if Whitey was around, I'd be curious, Tom, if Whitey was around when your other dog was there, which I'd assume he was, he might remember that. Because dogs mourn just like we do and stuff. I cried watching a TikTok the other day. Of this dog that had lost its partner its other dog had passed away and the owner Was just showing a little video of her dog and she said he's been so Sleepy and just not eating and and she was and I realized I'm grieving but he's grieving too and I was like "Oh, He misses his dog buddy
1: there's a dog in Well, I don't think he's around now. No, he's not there's a statue that was recently erected in Japan Mm-hmm. And it's in honor of a dog that lost its master, um, you know, for 10 years. And mm-hmm. the two of them would take the bus or something together. Okay. When when the owner was alive. And mm-hmm. then when the owner passed away, the dog continued because it was a daily journey. Oh, and the so dog keep... would go and take the bus every day Aww. and then wait. You know, it was whatever. The, yeah, while the guy the was at work and then they'd get on the bus and go back home. But the dog kept doing it afterwards just because like that was was his his routine routine. yeah and uh so then they erected a statue to like to man's best friend
0: that's why japan's amazing yeah
1: his name is shibu inu and he's a doge coin no i (laughs) I
0: was like that's the doge that's a type of of doge is a shibu inu yeah
2: okay i was cracking up when i was listening to you guys talk about mr hankey from south park i can impersonate those characters in fact i'll do cartman here
0: yeah, I'm, I'm big-boned. <laughs> oh, he does a pretty good carton.
2: You know, being big-boned is an asset in the powerlifting world. That, along with me having shorter arms and not being afraid to wear tighter-fitting bench shirts and getting underweights that could crush me to death has allowed me to succeed. I liken geared lifting to driving.
0: That's crazy. I never thought of the benefit, like... The shorter arms like it's less
2: less range of yeah
0: motion. it's funny what makes you better at certain sports and activities like michael phelps they would said was like built to be a swimmer
1: his wingspan is massive
0: and it's just interesting you know anyway sorry driver's
2: reflexes have to match the vehicle's performance mm. it's the same in lifting heavy weights you can't start off with the ferrari driving and you can't start off with the four ply nylon bench press shirt If you do that, your arms will be broken. Over time, you got to get stronger, and your nervous system has to be trained to handle the heavy weights. Oh. Okay.
0: There's so much I don't know about heavy lifting. I mean, I haven't bench pressed. Clearly,
1: I don't know anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Why would a shirt? What would happen? What's (laughs) a Tom? We have so much to learn."
2: You referred yourself as Therapist Barbie in that April Fool's joke. (laughs) I did I got to say, that's not a very good nickname for you. Barbie's proportions are way off, and she wears way more makeup than you do, so. True, fair. I'll be thinking of a better nickname, (laughs) although I've got one for Sean. Bald-headed Canadian bastard.
1: Ah. (laughs) I like it. This is uh, my new moniker. All right.
2: Uh, Uh, It fits.
0: Ah, It's the shoe fits. Yeah. Are you offended? No,
1: I don't do a <laughs> shit.
2: I know. I wish all of y'all and your friends and family happy Easter. Tom loves you, and he's always, always happy to see you.
0: Bye, Tom. Thanks for the letter. Um, Yeah, I, I forgot about the therapist, Barbie. I did say that. You were
1: doing a trend, right? It was like a trend. Yes, it, for, a, it was trending. For the movie.
0: Yeah, because they were, I mean, it was good promo for them like they they uh, everybody shared something yeah it was kind of funny i there love things know. like that okay um i gotta eat dinner
1: yep okay well thanks for tuning in for another uh excellent episode uh, yes. if i dare say so myself which, i don't know I, if i had to give it a score today i felt a little flat maybe because i'm hungry
0: i think yeah that's why i was like we got to eat
1: yeah but uh it's always enjoyable to sit down We with a found
0: candy. a new oh. irish pub in austin oh you guys mm-hmm. i've been craving that corned beef and cabbage since fact I could have it tonight as a matter of fact I'm just kidding (laughs) have a wonderful weekend thank you guys for listening thank you for sharing this with people that you love that really does help we'll see you guys next time bye bye